0: hello everyone and welcome to the let's chat formula one podcast on this podcast we talk about formula one and everything in between i'm your host chloe Prinsloo, and let's just get right into it round four 51 laps 20 turns and two drs zones today we'll be looking at the Azerbaijan grand prix hello there i'm chloe Prinsloo, and let's talk f1 Formula One will be returning this weekend after a month's break, and today we will be looking at the five main key talking points for the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. So, let's just get right into it. So, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, the history behind it, some drama that's been happening, the main headlines, and just basically everything that has happened in this month of a break. So it's been four weeks too long, but we are back and gearing up for five races in the next six weeks. Starting with the fan favorite, obviously, Baku, and the first ever sprint race at a street circuit. So let's jump right into it. Starting with point number one is Red Bull winging it. It's been three races, three poles, three wins, 2-1-2 2-1-2 two, two finishes, two fastest laps. Wow, Red Bull arrives in Azerbaijan on a magical, magical roll. Double-time world champion Max Verstappen kept his cool in Melbourne to defend off Lewis Hamilton and steer clear of the triple red flag drama. Now, let me tell you, that Australian Grand Prix was a complete Missed three red flags and even a red flag after the race. <sighs> I don't want to go back there. While well, his teammate Sergio Perez sliced through from last to fifth and claimed the fastest lap, team boss Christian Horner praised Max Verstappen for the great patience for not getting involved in Mercedes dogfight at the start. So far, we have Max Verstappen leading the championship with 69 points, his teammates Sergio Perez right behind him with 54, and the well-known and loved Fernando Alonso coming in third with 45. So far, Red Bull seems unstoppable, as many, many, many headlines say it. Red Bull has overcome all the problems they faced because of the pace of the RB19, which is the car that they are using for the season. When looking back at the Baku Grand Prix, the team has won the last two Grand Prix's there. I guess we'll have to wait and see for what Baku holds for us. Moving on to point number two, Mercedes Revival. Toto Wolff and his Mercedes team left the Australian Grand Prix with an unexpected spring in their step. Lewis Hamilton's second in Melbourne, gave the team reason to believe that they still have a chance to win this year. The season began in Bahrain with one of their worst days in racing. Saudi then offered encouragement while... Melbourne, George Russell was flying until his car caught fire. Toto said that there is no magic bullet to transform the car, but the Austrian did concede that they are understanding the machine a lot better than they did when the season first started. Point number three, it's sprint time. Buckle will hold the first of six sprint races in 2023. Verstappen has the best sprint record, winning three of the six held since they were introduced in 2021. Baku, however, is the first street circuit to hold a sprint race. Under an all-new format agreed by teams in Melbourne and voted through the FIA on Tuesday, Saturday's 100km dash will now take place in Baku. Although, unlike 2021 and 2022, the sprint result will no longer shape the grid for the main event on Sunday. There will be two qualifying rounds, one for the Grand Prix and one for the sprint. Those will both be held on Friday. After Baku, sprints will feature in Austria, Belgium, Qatar, Austin and Interlagos. A sprint is only 30 minutes. Point number four, tough times at Ferrari. Ferrari boss, Fédéric Vassier, reckons there is tons of room for improvements. Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz will definitely be hoping that that's the case. There's been three races and two retirements for Ferrari. Leclerc Saint-Borain was the worst start to a season ever, while Sainz received a penalty in Melbourne, which dropped him out of the points. With significant upgrades planned from Miami onwards, Varsia says that he has a feeling that they are moving into the right direction. Baku, however, has not proved a happy ground for Scuderia, with only three podiums and a double DNF last year since 2016. Charles Leclerc has retired at two of the opening three races and teammate Carlos Sainz has yet to make it onto the podium. A top three result must be its goal as it looks to shake off a miserable opening trio of races. And with the new weekend format in play, it could play into the Scuderia's hands. We'll have to wait and see. And the last main key talking point that I'll be talking about is how will the format play out. Formula One is once again shaking up the weekend with the sprint schedule going through changes. Two separate qualifying sessions will decide the grid for the sprints and the Grand Prix. While there will be just 60 minutes of practice to allow drivers and teams to get up to speed. Tensions will be high and mistakes will be costly. But it is said to inject further excitement and unpredictability into the race weekend. So now that I am done with the key talking points, we are going to be moving on to just everything that has happened. So we are 19 hours away from the Azerbaijan Grand Prix start. So we are going to be talking about the main headlines that are popping up that are related to Formula 1. And headline number one that I'm going to be talking about, which actually popped up an hour ago, was about Shinoda that he is really surprised by the news of Tote's impending AlphaTauri departure as the freeze pays tribute to a very passionate team boss. Yuki Shinoda has admitted that the news that Franz Toast will leave his role as AlphaTauri team principal at the end of the 2023 Formula 1 season took him by surprise. And he is now determined to help the Austrian veteran finish his reign in a positive way. Ahead of the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, it is communicated that Toast is set aside to take on a Co- <laughs> consultancy role for 2024. I don't know if I pronounced that right, um, but I was struggling there. <laughs> With current Ferrari assistant, team principal and race director, Lawrence Mekis moving over to take his place. Further changes at the sorry, further changes at the team who have led by Toast since the 20s. 2006 season, we'll see former FIA F1 executive director Peter Bayer become their new CEO. Asked about Toad's exit, Shinoda said it was really surprising news for me, as I had lunch with him like five days before that news, or something like that, and actually he didn't mention anything about it. I was surprised at the same time that there were already kind of rumors from the beginning of the season, and it actually kind of came true, and he is stepping down. Still, there are 20 races to go to make him happy. Hopefully, we can end the season in a a positive way for him. To do that, obviously, we need lots of developments, and we need an aggressive plan to do it. I'm looking forward to it and at the same time feeling really kind of appreciative to him that he trusted my speed in the last three years and that he's always supportive next to me. I'll try to make it up to him in the next races. Shinoda's teammates, rookie Nick DeFries, also expressed his appreciation to Toast for helping him make his full-time Formula 1 debut in 2023 off the back of an impressive stand-in performance with Williams at last year's Italian Grand Prix. I'm very grateful to Franz for his role in giving me the opportunity here in Formula 1, said De I think we have a really good relationship and we all really appreciate all the work he has done for us over the past 18 years. He really lives for the team, for his people, and for the s- sport. He's very passionate, and we will all value that very much in France. Apart from that, obviously, I haven't been a part of this, so I don't know any of the details, but I guess after 18 years, there is always a beginning and an end to everything. Each time it's defined in an area, and maybe a new area is about to start. As for that new area, De Vries added that he would be excited to work with M- Mekis and work together to push the team back, up to the F1 standings after the fall to ninth out of 10 teams in the constructors' standings last year. Now, with that news, it is very upsetting to hear, but I mean, everything comes to an end. Moving on to the second headline, uh, <laughs> the second headline that popped up, um, it actually came through 30 minutes ago. <laughs> um, And it is the exciting, cool, and more pressure drivers eager to try out new Formula 1 sprint formats at the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Formula 1 drivers have expressed their excitement over the revised Formula 1 sprint format that will make its debut at the weekend's Azerbaijan Grand Prix before featuring at five other scheduled events over the course of this season. A change to the Formula 1 sprint setup for the 2023 sees the arrival of a sprint shootout to set the grid for the continuing 100km sprint race, with both sessions separated from the remainder of the action and having no bearing on the Grand Prix. It means Friday will feature a single practice session and standard qualifying session to determine the starting order for the main event on Sunday. In theory, giving drivers more incentive to push during the sprint race. Now, a lot of people are talking about this because drivers are now not pushing to make it to the sprint race to make it to the Grand Prix. Drivers are now pushing to get that time in the sprint race because now um, there is a qualifying for the Grand Prix. So the sprint race doesn't affect it. So basically, drivers have to now push to get into the sprint race to have that little extra bit of Racing, if it makes sense. Several drivers gave their views on the changes as they arrived at the Baku City Circuit, with seven time world champion Lewis Hamilton absolutely backing them and tri- tipping the weekend to be the most exciting so far this season. I think it's going to be tough for everybody, but we're all in the same boat, he commented. What a track to be able to do it at, where overtaking is possible. We have always had great racing here. It's definitely difficult to just have one session, you probably get 20 laps and then straight away you're into qualifying, but that's what we're here to do. Ferrari driver Carlos Sainz agreed with his Mercedes counterpart, saying the shootout quality will be difficult, especially waking up in the morning and going straight into Q1. I need to do a good warm up, mega cold shower, make sure I'm really waking up for pushing flat out in one of these cars. Bumpy cars on the straights, first thing in the morning. It will. Definitely be intense. Then the sprint, 17 laps. It's exciting. I think more racing, more important laps in the weekend. Obviously, it's tougher both mentally and physically for us. But if it makes the fans happy and the media happy and makes the product better, we will do it. McLaren's Lando Norris is hopeful that the tweaks will have the desired effect of drivers pushing that a little bit harder with points still running from P1 to p 8 Eight for the winner, down to one for the eighth. I would expect so, he said. There's still a budget cap. You don't want to damage the car in any way. You don't want to do anything silly, especially for us. When we're wanting to improve the car as much as we possibly can, the least amount of damage that we can cause the better. But I'm excited. I think it's a better format. I prefer it the long way, comparing it to what we've had before. More room, more opportunities for everyone. I like the fact that we have two qualifyings. I love the format of practice and qualifying on Friday. The pressure is definitely getting higher, but I enjoy it more. Haas Kevin Magnuson said, it's more exciting. There's more stuff happening. Not that a normal weekend is boring, but there's a lot of running that doesn't count for anything. And having most of the sessions in the weekend be counting for something I think is cool. Meanwhile, Alpine's Esteban Ocon added, it's exciting, it's cool to have more racing, a more exciting weekend, but maybe not every weekend. That will be something to look out for. On the other hand, I think as a driver, it's great that you got straight into that sprint shootout qualifying without practice before. It could bring some uncertainty, some drivers that are not going to be awake, that are going to make mistakes, and it's not going to be the same. We'll see. That brings opportunities and brings skills to the driver, more importantly, so I look forward to that. The weekend's Formula One track action in Azerbaijan begins with the first practice at 1.30 local time on Friday, followed by qualifying for the Grand Prix at 5. Check out the full schedule on the Formula One app. Now I actually wanna specify those times because I obviously live in a different time zone, Um, but my time zone is GMT plus two and the race is at one o'clock on Sunday and uh, qualifying is at three o'clock on Friday, which is tomorrow. I do wanna say after reading that um, article, it is nice to hear what the drivers have to say about it because I mean the drivers normally they just say it's cool and all this type of stuff but with the drivers actually giving us their points of view and I mean even look at Ocon the way that he was describing it I feel like it just gives us like more of an eye-opener about how the drivers feel about the track and about if the drivers are happy or not or and possibly how the drivers feel if they can do it. Moving on to the third news headline is Wolf encourages caution ahead of Baku with Mercedes W14 continuing to evolve. Now, Mercedes has been working hard during the April break, which is the spring break, which was a month <laughs> to bring updates to their W14 as they look to turn around to winless starts to the 2023 season. But team principal Toto Wolff has warned that there is no magic bullet to making their silver arrow a championship contender. The eight-time Constructors champions took one win in 2022, and after three races of 2021, they sit third in the table behind Ashton Martin. They've made no secret of impending updates to the W14, and it seems that the Brack Brackley Factory has been burning the midnight oil ahead of the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Over the next few races, we want to keep on making small steps forward, said Wolf to Mercedes Formula One sites, ahead of the Sprint and Grand Prix in Baku. The car will continue to evolve in the coming weeks as we steadily bring performance and upgrades to the track, and we're excited to see the impact, but we know there is no magic bullet. The team boss then added, Australia showed that we are making progress, although we need to be cautious about reading too much into a single result. But the signs in Melbourne were still encouraging and that has to be a good motivator for the whole team heading into this gap in the calendar. Mercedes has taken three victories in Baku thanks to Nico Rosberg in 2016, Lewis Hamilton 2018, and Valtteri Bottas in 2019. But Red Bull have had the run of the street circuits in recent years as Sergio Perez took the win in 2021 and Max Verstappen won the 2022 Azerbaijan Grand Prix. The weekend will, however, see the first sprint of the 2023 season, Plus a different format, which includes two qualifying sessions. There's a new sprint shootout running on Saturday morning and setting the starting order of the sprint. The racing in Baku has always been dramatic and entertaining. It's a challenging track with the walls closed, but there's no room for error. We have also our first F1 sprint sprint. Weekend of the season with the tweet format, continued Wolf. It's an interesting challenge for us to tackle with only a single practice session to be ready for two qualifying sessions and races spread across Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Hopefully, this will mean more excitement and action for fans to enjoy. Now, after reading that, especially that last line, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I had that song playing in my head like a thousand times. Um, but after looking at that, um Toto Wolf is hopeful, but he isn't hopeful like he knows that there is like no magic bullet like he said, but he can he said that after Australia it basically encouraged them and is a good motivator so I mean that is good for the Mercedes fans out there um and I mean yeah, it's nice to hear what a team principal has been doing during the break. Now, the last headline we are going to be looking at is everything you need to know about the 2023 F1 sprint format. Guess what's back? It's the Formula 1 sprint. Only this time there will be six of the events in 2023. Starting with this weekend's jean Grand Prix at the Baku Street Circuit and the format has had a small tweak to enhance the show. Let's take a dive. What is a Formula 1 sprint? Now, in its third season, Formula 1 sprints is a 100km dash to the chequered flag. There's no pit stops unless you're unfortunate enough to need to dive in for repairs. It's like the 2020 cricket match where the emphasis is on attacking. Sounds good. But when does it take place? Saturday afternoon in Baku. It'll run for 17 laps and take around 30 minutes. What do you get for winning it? It's eight points for the winner. And I mean, eight points can change a lot. It might not sound like it can, but it can. Um, Like if Checo gets those eight points, he won't overtake Max, but it can like help him beat on Max's tail. So you can kind of see what 8 points can do. Eight, 8 points for the winner, descending to 1 for P8. Both drivers and teams score points for their re- respective championships. Nice, how do you determine the grid for Formula 1 sprint? Well, this is where things have changed slightly for 2023. Last year, qualifying determined the grid for the Formula One Sprint and the Formula One Sprint determined the grid for the Grand Prix. For 2023, there will be two qualifying sessions. The first will take place on Friday, but that session will determine the grid for Sunday. A second, shorter qualifying session will run on Saturday morning, replacing the second one-hour practice session and set the grid for the sprint. This will be known as the Sprint Shootout. Oh nice name. Is it the same format as traditional qualifying? Yes it is. However each segment is shorter. Qualifying 1 will be 12 minutes, qualifying 2 will be 10 minutes and qualifying 3 will be 8 minutes. Each will be separated by 7 minute breaks. New tyres are mandatory for each phase with mediums for Q1 and Q2 and softs for Q3 which will make this So much more interesting than it already is. Why has Formula 1 done this? Drivers will have time for two runs in Q1, each of which would be separated by a pit stop. The shorter allocated time in Q2 and Q3 means two time laps are still possible, but they won't have time to stop for fresh tyres. That means more pressure to get the job done on the first run. With Saturday now essentially being a standalone event where the sprint shootouts and Formula One sprints do not impact the Grand Prix, a problem or incident in the sprint does not compromise the entire weekend, which in theory should encourage drivers to push more in the sprint. I like it, what else is different? FP2 on a sprint weekend was wildly considered meaningless as all the big decisions regarding setting up the car had to be done the previous day ahead of qualifying because of the rules. Drivers didn't go out much since in that session as there's little point in risking the car given the short gap to the Formula 1 sprint, which last year set the grid for Sunday's race. The new tweaked format leaves them with just one hour of practice to gather data, tweak setups, understand the the tires, and finalize the car for the race weekend ahead. That should make FP1, which will take place on Friday ahead of the Grand Prix qualifying. Much busier and much more important. This will be an interesting event. And Sunday stays the same? Correct! Qualifying on Friday will determine the grid for Sunday's Grand Prix. Sunday will run unchanged. So Baku hosts the first Formula 1 Sprint of the year. Where else will we see them? Well, like I said earlier in this episode, like Baku, Belgium's spa... Oh, sorry. (laughs) Like Baku, you'll also see it in Belgium, Qatar... (laughs) Wait, I don't know what's happening. This doesn't make sense. Like Baku, Belgium's spa fan core champs, Qatar's Louisville circuits and Austin circuits of the Americas will get their first taste of the F1 sprint this year. There we go. Austria gets its second edition, the Red Bull wing having played most of the format last year, while Interlagos gets the hat trick, having delivered two stunning spectacles in 2021 and 2022. Anything else I need to know for this weekend? If you're wondering how the grid penalty will be applied across Formula One Sprint Weekends, the process has been set out following Tuesday's Formula One Commission meeting. Any grid penalties incurred in first practice or qualifying will apply to the race. Any grid penalties incurred in the sprint shootouts will apply in the sprint. Any grid penalties incurred in the sprints will apply to the race. So that's everything about that article and everything you need to know for the 2023 Formula 1 sprint race in Azerbaijan.